Hello and welcome to the March 11th, 2021 edition of Mr. Joe's Bipolar Podcast. My name is Mr. Joe. This is my neighborhood. This is my life. But this is our podcast journey. Welcome to Mr. Joe's Bipolar Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Mr. Joe's Bipolar Podcast. It is awesome to have everybody here with me today. And of course, it's always wonderful to be out there with you as well. So we are trying something new today, and it happens to be my microphone. I don't know how this is going to sound, but here's the big, tremendous difference. Normally, I... uh Use a Samsung device to record, and now I'm using an iPhone device. So there you go. There's my technology change. We're going to monitor this. You know, I may have to, if things go wrong, I may have to send out for a technician. You know, I mean, listen, this is what it comes down to. Uh, that, this is it. I don't have a recording studio. That's, uh, Mr. Joe doesn't have that. But I have you guys. And you have me, and at least you got me back for this week, which is uh, awesome. I mean, it's been rough. It's been rough. I mean, I'm not even going to review the last couple of weeks, because if I were were you on the other end, I'd want to tune out, because I would say how much more. And just by the way, I don't know if you hear this noise in the background, but this is the type of week that Mr. Joe has been having. Now, the noise was a printer. Why it was making that sound, I have no idea. But it bothers me so much this week. Things like that. You know, it was screeching. Even though maybe it wasn't. To me, it's screeching. You know, I got my little puppy right next to me. One of my little puppies. And, you know, the barking. The barking is another thing. Man, it drives me crazy when I'm in this way. Uh, So, uh, what am I going to do? Review two weeks of um, common scenarios in which, uh, you know, I I was oversensitive to sounds and things of that nature. No, I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do, though, is address today. I I mean, it's as simple as that. I had to. I I mean, number one, as you could see, I'm, I'm podcasting, obviously, so I have off, meaning I'm not working at the moment. And it was actually a really, really easy day, one in which I you know, wasn't a surprise. I knew yesterday what was going down. I knew how many hours I had to work. And quite honestly, what I worked today was one hour. One hour, which is fine. And again, there were reasons for it. A couple of kids uh, were out with COVID and unfortunately, and, um, you know, school was closed for a staff day, things of that nature. So nevertheless, I had a great day planned. And and it is. It still is. I want everybody to know it's a great day, which is awesome. But something occurred to me throughout this day that I guess I've still been dealing with all along. I really do. I I mean, I guess it's something that's never gone away. I feel like it's something that I don't address enough. Something that I'm not even sure, guys, in the, ba- in the past, if we go to our past episodes, if I, if I covered this topic as one of my topics, 
when when I when I say that I refer to I guess you could call it my educational you know type of podcast as you can see I, I can't even talk today it's it's and there's a reason why okay and and I have to get it off my chest so here we go all right how many times has Mr. Joe spoken this word paranoia paranoia and that's why I have to tell you I'm so grateful that I have this podcast because as my brain is twirling around while I'm nothing huge nothing big I went on a ladder to change my ring device which by the way now I have Alexa telling me that I have ring things going on and I want to smash it. So that's another thing. You want to talk about sounds. Whew. Man, if Alexa's on loud from the night before when the kids were dancing and the ring, I hear, uh, every phone rings. And if you don't have the ring, okay, I don't know. Let me know and I'll send you a sound bite of it because you could play that when you're in this kind of a mood. And you let me know how that goes over. Because at that point, you bet... Because by that point, and I apologize for that glitch. Let's not even focus on that right now. At this, at this point now, I want to wait, buy a device, and watch the camera. Because God help it... God help the person if it is, um, you know, somebody that I have to worry about. I mean, half the time it's a freaking wind blowing, you know, or the dog's going to the bathroom, I mean, it's just, you know, in the backyard, it's just, my God, oof. um, you know, but that, that gets to me too, and, oh, it, listen, I'm, am I exaggerating? Yes, for the purpose of this podcast, many of you out there could probably relate to me, so do I search for a way to find the humor in this? Yeah, I do, I mean, how, am I funny? I really don't know, <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. Um, this may be funny to some because it is relatable, but my goodness, whew, what I am feeling in terms of a sensory overload, there is just no way to describe it. So is it connected to my paranoia and what has prompted me so heavily to jump on a podcast and just circle around the word paranoia and really not get to the point? Well, because it's kind of the, the, the meat to this entire podcast. Because what has set my paranoia off, and I'm not sure if other people this goes on with. But paint the picture again. I'm home. Great day. Time to get some work done. Inside, outside. Laundry. If I wanted to watch an episode of Wentworth. I mean, anything that I want to do. Beautiful. So I got no worries, right? So I'm, I'm changing the ring. I forgot. My big day. I'm changing the ring batteries. Okay? Then I go over. I fix the barbecue cover. All right? And, um, you know, next I am, uh, what else did I do? Good God, I don't even remember half of the things that I did. Oh, I put out I put out something to dry one of the cushions. I mean, none of this really matters. Everything took me a long time, you know, because I just 
circled around and, you know, tried to find things to do because that's a whole nother issue. There are times when I, I'm clueless on what to do with myself. That's a whole nother issue. So anyway, as I'm walking around and picking up dog poop, my phone rings and my heart goes into my chest. I don't even know if that's a phrase, okay? My, 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 I, I'm, I'm scared to death. Why, Mr. Joe? Well, first of all, I have no idea, okay? It's just a phone ringing. And, um, you know, we've been down this road before. And, and I want to ease everybody's mind who's concerned right now. It has nothing to do with work. Not even work related. I'm not in trouble. <laughs> Nothing is. Nothing's wrong. I, you know, I didn't get fired. It's, we're all good. Um, so here I am. I'm, I'm, I'm picking up the dog poop, and the phone rings, and I, I'm, and I want to just, and I'm cringing, and I'm saying, "Oh my god!" And I'm, I'm scared to look at it, but I do. And to my pleasant surprise, I see the words "potential spam." I say, oh, "Thank God." I don't know this person. So then it got me thinking. And now, this is going to seem minor to some, but to me it's not. And I guess if a person suffers from paranoia, you know, and and, and remember, paranoia, if you have paranoia, you are going to have a constant stress level that is really, really high. Constant anxiety related to the whole belief that, that that people are out to get you and you have this mistrust of people and you know and, and listen real life situations that do end up becoming real problematic because you were paranoid about things to begin with you know those tend to come back and they haunt you and you know you before you know you're victimized you know you're feeling like you're under fire and you know when really there's not even a threat going on i mean that's really 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 what it comes down to. And honestly, these feelings, like if the paranoia is setting in, such as these, these, this is what causes those problems when you're in a workplace or even with personal relationships. Because there are times when people will feel, and I don't go this far necessarily, I more analyze it afterwards rather than perceive it to happen but I always think that people have plotted to go against me but that is not necessarily my paranoia because again that thought process happens after when I try to make all kinds of sense about it so is it paranoia I don't know maybe it is Um, but I would think that it would be more of a paranoid feeling to think that everybody was plotting against you no I don't really think that I mean, I really don't. I don't feel that that way. Um, you know, is, is it paranoid schizophrenia? No, I don't think so. I mean, I really don't. I mean, you know, because my, my paranoia is not associated with hallucinations. And honestly, that's what has to happen when it comes down to paranoid schizophrenia. It's as simple as that. It's a mental illness. And basically, we're guarded. We're suspicious. We're on on our we are watching with keen eyes everybody because we just distrust everybody and I don't feel that way mine is more reactionary but to be honest it's because I'm always worried about 
me being in trouble for something. So where am I going with this, guys? I am going. It's actually very simplistic. I hate to use that word again, but um, <laughs> how many of you receive? And I'm not kidding. I think I get twenty to thirty robocalls a day. I mean, is that possible? I, I want to go into my call log and count, but I don't want to bore anybody. So where do I go from here? Well, what does that mean, Mr. Joe? It means that the world that we live in today, which, my good God, for those of you who are my age, what I would do to go back to having to figure out what those numbers really spelled in my beeper. Was it I love you? Was it, well, I don't know, remember the other ones. You guys will do better than that. But, you know, you, you, those of you who are 45 and probably a little older than that and quite honestly a little younger than that, well, you will remember that beepers were how we got in touch. And the way we returned the beep was through a payphone very often. I mean, so, God, do I wish it was simple like that back then. But no, it's not. Instead, what goes on is all day long, I get phone calls. And what that means is my stress level because every time that phone... Think about the way that I felt in the backyard cleaning up the dog poop when the phone rang. And imagine feeling that way 20 to 30 times a day. And that's the kind of world that we live in. And that's, I guess you can call it a precipitating factor. I mean, and I refer to it like that because it's, it's precipitating factors are things that just are not in our control. Things happen and we have to respond to those dangerous things. And we try to find out the reason as to why those things are happening but unfortunately it's so hard to address those things because it's something else that's causing it, not within our setting, not within our control. Perfect example, okay, and I'll use a student. A student comes into a school and is violent and mean and, you know, he walks in like that and he's beating everybody up and spitting and, you know, aggressive and, you know, and nobody understands why. Well, it's quite possible, and listen, in in the field that I am, they're needs to be no reason at all, just so everybody knows, but let's just say it's um, a, a precipitating factor. Well, maybe each and every morning, mom and this child have a fight before school. Let's just say, oop, I just moved my microphone very hard. I don't know if anybody heard that. Um, and when I say microphone, just keep in mind that I'm referring to that little, oh, I don't think even there, there is one there. You know, that little piece on the wire that you, you know, that <laughs> professional microphone that you, you know, press with your thumb, which I don't even know how to use it, but nevertheless, see, see I'm off on tangents here and it's destroying me because I'm, I'm, now I'm losing my thought process as to where I was. My goodness, that's a shame. It really is. Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk around in circles so that my audience, rather than me, hitting the stop button. And believe me, in between all of this, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to gather my thoughts. But I want my audience to see 
how I am struggling to even think about, okay, so now I'm going back to the 20 to 30 times a day. So I'm there. That's where my brain is at right now. And I could review it in my head to try to recall the information that I lost. So I'm 20, 30 times a day. I'm feeling that stress level. And um, that's where it ends. That's where it ends. I actually have absolutely no recollection whatsoever of what Mr. Joe was talking about. And the unfortunate thing is I'm going to have to hit stop. And I'm going to have to listen to this entire piece that I just recorded. I mean, this is what, this is, a, and this is me continuing to circle around with the hopes that, you know, 20 to 30 times and I'm, and, and the stress level. Ah, ooh, I think I'm there. Imagine the precipitating factors. But guys, look how long it took me. And now, just so everybody knows, my dog is barking and I'm going to do my very best. Oh, good God, do you hear it? I mean, you can't make this up. I got, I got a, Mr. Joe doesn't often walk around, okay? But now you're going for a tour in Mr. Joe's house and, okay, she's quiet. Thank you. I could, oh, well, now I have the other ones scratching to come in. Okay. Mr. Joe apologizes for all this. This is not a professional way to go about my recording. Um, I'm going to walk back now into my recording studio, which happens to have me supported with three pillows and a blanket. So precipitating factors, guys, real simple. You know, a child comes in to, um, into school and he's a madman because he's fighting with mom And, and, and we have no control over that situation. And where am I going? Again, here's the world we live in. And I literally... I don't care what kind of, you know, granted the spam filter thing came up, but the phone still rang. Like, I'm not, maybe I'm not using the proper tools to eliminate these robocalls, but as far as I can tell, I have no ability to do so. None whatsoever. So I am dealing with something that is causing a tremendous amount of anxiety and stress throughout my day because I literally have no control over it. It's horrible. I mean, and listen, how am I supposed to treat this? I mean, without really going to a therapist? I'm not sure. I mean, I I have to, I think by me speaking out, I'm accepting the fact that I am vulnerable to this. Okay. I think that's um, definitely a good thing, you know, something that psychotherapy or therapy or whatever you call it, you know, would probably be helpful with. For me, this is my psychotherapy. I mean, I have to try to develop trust in others. I don't know how to do that right now. Not everybody. So it's not everybody that I feel that way about, but there are people, there are, you know, there, there are times I do. And, you know, I guess I got to feel better about myself. I would imagine the way you feel about yourself, that self-esteem that we are supposed to, you know, at least have a normal dose of, you know, if that's low, then guess what? It's, this is not going to be able to be treatable. I mean, you know, or at least it's going to be extremely, extremely, you know, difficult to, to go 
to be able to treat that. And I'll tell you this right now, those of you with paranoid schizophrenia, I mean, I would be incredibly surprised if you were not on medication. Because a lot of times, guys, you know, with paranoid schizophrenia, what it comes down to is we lose touch with reality. I mean, so you need an antipsychotic, and maybe that's why Seroquel works well for me. Again, I'm not saying that I'm paranoid schizophrenic because um, I am not. Oh, by the way, just want everybody to know an email from work just came through. And my heart, once again, is fluttering through my chest, but it's a good one. Okay, so there we go. I've done nothing, basically, other than, you know, now I have the chills, by the way. So now I'm paranoid that I have COVID. I mean, this is this is the kind of crap that Mr. Joe is feeling. I mean, so it, 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 it's scary. It really is. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you are able to, like, get treatment and just follow through with the treatment and try to build your self-esteem and just talk it out and, you know, really probably, you know, go to therapy, the, the, the outlook is definitely positive, that I promise you. And it, it's, it's not, it's not going to happen overnight because clearly it's been years and years for Mr. Joe. So has it gotten better? Yes, it absolutely has. You know, so listen, here is the interesting part about what Mr. Joe feels and what I'm sure many of you out there who are paranoid feel. People that are paranoid because we distrust others so very much and we're always paranoid thoughts. I mean, it's almost like it makes it difficult to seek treatment because I analyze last names. I picked out my doctor, I think, because it was the only one that didn't have a odd last name. I mean, I don't even want to get into that, to be honest with you. I mean, that's that's to me, that's a real sickness if that's what's going down. If you know, if you're that paranoid and you're actually, you know, analyzing last names to see who's going to treat you well enough and you know not plot against you. So maybe I do have paranoid schizophrenia. Who knows? What I do know is that it's it's more. It's it's a more persistent state of having those, you know, those um, irrational thoughts. I mean, listen, if you have them once in a while, that's okay. That's totally okay. It's when it's persistent is, is really when it matters. And so if you're feeling like a victim of something, if... You know, you, you feel like you're constantly isolating yourself and, you know, constant anxiety, stress because you are paranoid about certain things that, you know, I got to be quite honest with you, maybe don't exist in this world, okay? You know, you're losing touch with reality. Um, you know, if you're struggling with your relationships because you have so much distrust in other people, well then, you know, listen, this is something you got to think about. You definitely have to think, you know, if you think someone, listen, I don't know what I'm necessarily thinking when that phone call is going to come through. And, you know, I, I, I would always think it's, it's, it's something work related where I'm in trouble and, you know, because I've been down so many different roads or it's family related where I'm in trouble or, you know, something along those lines. I don't think like that somebody's going to kill me. Because some people do. Somebody, people, you know, people think that they're going to 
other people are out to hurt, steal from them, that people are staring at them. Uh, I mean, I'm, eh, I'm on the fence with that one. And then we get into like, well, the government is against me. Somebody's spying on me, you know, which for what it's worth, I feel like I have the right to think that because I think my ex-wife does. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. What I do know is this has been an amazing outlet for me. It really has. I mean, I needed this. I was actually just able to, you know, breathe just now. Totally just able to breathe because, you know, it feels good that I could actually talk to somebody. And listen, I talk about talking to one person. Imagine talking to a whole bunch of people and being able to get feedback. Could you imagine? I think I got to make some kind of a Mr. Joe group, maybe on Facebook. I don't know how well that would go over. I'll tell you this, though. I'm certainly not feeling well today. I feel like right now I'm getting nasally. I feel like I have the chills a little bit again. I don't know if it's paranoia, um, you know, but that's kind of what I'm feeling right now. But once again, my God, am I grateful to have you guys. I cannot begin to tell you. Thank you so much for being there for me. And I think that is an awesome way to say goodbye for now. And, uh, you know, again, thank you guys. I miss you. And I am going to do my very best to get back as soon as I possibly can. So for those of you that are living right now with a mental illness and you're doing well, I ask that you continue to work as hard as you possibly can. If you, um, you know, love somebody or care about somebody with a mental illness, I ask that you continue to support that person in the very best way that you know how. And if you are struggling right now with a mental illness, I ask that you continue to fight, you continue to battle, but most importantly, soldier on. Thank you so much for listening to Mr. Joe's Bipolar Podcast. Everybody have a great day. I had the chills right there at the end, so sorry for the stutter. I guess Mr. Joe's just paranoid. Have a great day, guys. Thank you.